0: Welcome to just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones and Matt Wood. This is our first episode, so I'll give you a brief run through on what this and future podcasts will touch on. As the title of our podcast suggests, we'll mainly focus on how Liverpool have performed in each Premier League game week, giving our own views and opinions on how the team performed We'll also summarise the rest of the game week results, touch on the next upcoming fixture for Liverpool and finish on how both our fantasy teams have got on in that game week. Um, just to give you all listeners a little inside, we actually did um, a pilot
1: episode last week to see how it went. Um, it didn't go. The the intro to this went better better than the intro to the pilot, didn't it? It did. Yeah, there was a bit of like forgetting who we played and how we actually got on,
0: but um, it wasn't too bad. What, after what the support
1: again, Liverpool. Yeah, no, but lifelong on. lifelong <laughs> Reds we
0: are. Um, so let's kick off with um, the Chelsea game, um, Stamford Bridge um, on Sunday. Um,
1: another win. Sixth yeah. Cra crass result, um an unbelievable result, um but not something that wasn't unexpected now. We're just so used to like grinding out these wins. Fifteen wins is it now? I think the I think I heard the Premier League records was eighteen wins on the spin, maybe, it's the Premier League record, which I think might be Man City. Um so we're closing in on that as well. It's just I don't know we're just a machine aren't we it's um when we did this last week in our little trial run um I I think I I predicted maybe like 3-1 um or something like that um but yeah it's like it's it wasn't a great performance was it it wasn't in the second half and not whatsoever um but again we've just it goes back to this fact that we've got this mentality um that we we just seem to to be able to manage and and see out a game even though especially in the second half um it really wasn't a good performance and um, we were a little bit lucky um at the end with the the chances that fell to Bachoui and um and Mason Mount in yeah. particular um they were pretty guilt um but um no it's just it, it really um it's it doesn't surprise you that we we were able to get that result. Um I think again I was, I was confident that we actually would win the game but yeah. um that yeah. game
0: like uh, the other games this season but that game really reminded me of last season how most of our games went where we didn't play exceedingly well we didn't play like our perfect game but we got the result.
1: Yeah and if I think if you look at it as well, and we'll go through individual players and 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 look at um, who did well, who did not so well. But um, probably the the forward three didn't didn't play um, t- to the to the best. By no means, I know Salah in particular struggled in the game. But um, again, in those in those kind of moments, like two set pieces, were able to to manufacture a couple of goals and. Um we've got really strong and take take, camp, take haven't we take it on from Recently. there, really it's just though yeah, and just just being decisive in in those moments of the game and 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 making making the most of them really and and uh, and going from there, so it's yeah, it's um i think i think obviously the one of the big uh, swings in the game was was the v a r um decision, and it's something that i was uh, evident in, in Tottenham's game as well with Leicester, which was a similar sort of situation yeah, where they um, they went potentially 2-0 up into the game and ended up getting pegged back and getting beat. Um, and we were obviously 1-0 up. And um, it seemed that Chelsea had, had, had equalised and when, in fact, um, the goal was kind of ruled out for offside. Um, and that was... Um, e- you do, you do feel quite a big, uh, a momentum swing in the game, and that we are having these instances of VAR, whereas a real kind of like emotional swing. Do you, do you, in the are matches. you for VAR? Um, I, I don't am. really know to be honest. I think with the offsides, um, I didn't like the sun, what, what that was a bit.
0: You know, come cool on, what we talking about Yeah, like it's, a,
1: it's really difficult. My, what sits on easy with me a little bit is is. It's perhaps sometimes how far back it goes. Even in the Liverpool, obviously, we're in big favour of Liverpool and stuff like that. And it was offside, but it, you know how far back in the play do you go? in this this whole kind of talk of um, a, t- a team after they've reset. And they even showed a clip actually of Liverpool scoring a goal last season against Southampton um, away when the VAR was trialled, and and Liverpool uh, ended up getting a goal from a second phase of play, if you like where uh, yeah, the yeah. we would offside in the initial phase but then they, they let the kind of game roll over and um we went on to score a goal. So it, it's little things like that which I'm just a little bit um uneasy about. Um what what is really kind of um the, the big change for me is like say the emotional um swing of it in a game and the the, the uplift that a a team gets when um uh, you know the, the, the like goal has been that, chalked off. So yeah, the, the, the boost that the, be, the, wow. yeah the boost that the defensive team gets in that scenario is is, um, is significant. it's like getting a goal, isn't um, it?
0: You could say in a way, isn't it for them? It's kind of like wow.
1: Yeah, and it lifts the it lifts the crowd. It lifts the emotion in the crowd, you know. And it deflates. And on, on the flip side, with Chelsea, it deflates them. Yeah. Um, and not short, you know, quite shortly after. Um, they had their goal chalked off, we then went the two goals in front and at that point obviously then it's the game's massively in our favour and the way that we're able to um manage um the games like we have been and, and the the run that we've been on, it's you, you feel like we're gonna win the game from there, even though we did um take on a a lot of um a lot of pressure in the second half. Um so I don't know, it's really it's really difficult to say. I do think with the offsides it is more black and white than perhaps some of the stuff that, um, with um, like decisions being overruled and things like that, and they talk about this high bar, which is really I don't even think they really like turned anything turned anything round in terms of a decision on on just the, the gem, things in general playing penalties and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the league this season. So so that for me is a little bit unclear. I guess the offside. Should be clear enough because there's an argument to say you're either on or you're off, and I get the whole thing about when the ball leaves your foot and stuff like that. That yeah. people have been talking. I think about. that's more they can get away with it with the offsides because they can obviously they've got like
0: the computer to like bring in the line which they can look down. Whereas if it's like a penalty decision, it's still going down to someone's opinion isn't it it's still going yeah. down to say whoever's in the um doing the VAR the yeah. VAR referee it's still his decision whereas like the offsides they're all like clear cut because they can use this like technological line whatever it's called mm. and they can basically go yeah offside onside yeah Um. I'm sure we're going to talk about VAR over the coming weeks anyway but I'm actually in favour of it I think yeah. the only thing for me is, is when it takes too long I think if if they can't make a decision after seeing it twice on a replay I think it should just go to the original decision whatever the referee or linesman I think that's
1: generally the initiative that the Premier League are trying to follow with the not wanting the referees to go off the field of play and stuff like that so there's their own interpretation of it within the Premier League which is different again this is is probably one of the things that I don't quite agree with is, is the different kind of interpretations across the different leagues and then um in Europe and domestically there's slightly different tweaks with how the technology is used which which does make it a little bit unclear um but i i don't know whether it's something over time that that yeah. will get ironed out it I wasn't going to be perfect to begin yeah. with was it no but that's um, the thing
0: it's the first season isn't it um i think people have, um, they just got to get on with it really um should we touch on players then how we played player ratings
1: yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, obviously the goalkeeper to begin with. Um, again, when we were talking last week, I was saying how how happy I was with with how Adrian was doing, and since we we've last spoke, we had the Napoli game, and yeah, um, yeah. he was actually probably well. our best player, and he made maybe. an unbelievable save in that game, yeah. um, which I don't think um, was even made enough of at the time of how good that save was. I think sometimes when <laughs> sometimes when it's a number two. Making a save like that goes a little bit underappreciated. Hmm. Um I don't I know, I just think he's been he, there was a there was a real crucial moment um in the game again, talking about being, you know, one nil up and, and how the game developed from there. Um Tammy Abraham went through one on one and um Atrand yeah. stood his ground yeah. and, and made the made the block save. He up big. Um I just think he's yeah he's been he's been brilliant that the Southampton um, mistake apart I think everything else that he's done he's made some really uh, good saves. He's
0: probably growing in confidence, isn't
1: he? Yeah, and he seems to have the the character and and personality um, um, to enable him to to play in in this side. Uh, he's not gonna. Let's face it. He's not. Gonna... He's not gonna wilt. I think Minula. I always felt with like Mignolet, for example, that. Um, sometimes he was a little bit overawed being a Liverpool goalkeeper. Yeah. And it got too much for him whereas I just I just think uh, I think I'm
0: from there 'cause because yeah, Adrian knows he's the number two and he's kinda he's kinda like taking the pressure off himself really, like thinking, Okay, when Alisson comes back, mm. you know, that's my position gone But whilst I've got this position now, I'm gonna make the most of it. I'm gonna, you know, really enjoy every game. Try and do my best, and I think he's not letting it get to him. He's not letting it dawn on him that he's the number one. He's just still thinking I'm number two. I'm gonna give it me all, and he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just yeah, like I said, I just think he's got um, the the character that to t- fills perfectly, and he's doing a great job at the minute. And repeating what I said um, last week. I think it just goes to show that people aren't mentioning Allison in 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 missing him at all or not you know chomping at the bit to get him back shows really how yeah. how well uh, is. I just wanted sort of to
0: them. touch on uh, I'll touch on it now. Mm. We've only kept one clean sheet though haven't we against Burnley. Yeah. Do you think that's got anything to do with it because Allison's not there. Or do you think I don't, it's, if you, just...
1: you analyse the individual goals, I don't think there is, uh, obviously the Southampton one, there's something yeah. he could have done about that. Um, but a lot of them, um, it's difficult to see how he could have stopped. But that one from Kante, um, what a player yeah. Kante is, by the yeah. way. Uh, he was unbelievable against us in the, in the Super yeah. Cup and um, we give him far too much time to have that shot. But a, a brilliant goal and, and he couldn't... He, couldn't really get anywhere near it. I think that's more of, rather than him being responsible for that. I do think it's something that the team in general, if we're nitpicking, yeah. can tighten up on uh, a little bit. Like I,
0: don't, like I did notice, like Van Dijk, he does like kind of like he he shouts at other players in a way. He kind of like you know, like when you see it on the telly, and he gives like a player a certain look. Going, come on, what what are you doing? Why didn't you get that? I, I haven't really noticed it in doing it with. Alisson, I might be wrong, he, he's probably done all the time now, but, you know, like, kind of like Alisson, like, come on, come out. I've noticed it quite a few times with Adrian, and, he in, and I've seen it in that Chelsea game again, where it's a bit like, come on, I'm expecting you to get that, mm. uh, but I'm having to deal with it. So th- what I'm saying is, do you think that's showing that Van Dyke doesn't have the confidence in Adrian like he does in um, Alisson?
1: I'm not sure, I've not, not something that I've really um, mm. noticed. I wouldn't say. Um, I think one of the one of the thing, evident things is that we we have been doing is this slightly. There's been talk about the slightly higher line, or I don't know about slightly higher line, but teams are getting in every now and again, uh, and that Tammy Abraham chance was a good example of that, where he had space to run into, he got in behind us, and then in the second half, they had a very obvious ploy of overloading on. On their left, so like uh, Alonso, who came on, got a lot of the ball on the left side, on Trent's side, yes, um, but... and I think, you know, obviously Salah has never in the system that we play. You know, he's he's not yeah. um, he doesn't defend, required he? to 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 go back anyway. But he, there was a there was a big overload on that side, and they seem to be kind of exploiting that that space in behind Trent at times as well. That's something that has been a bit of a theme. Uh, in the games that that we have played, so the minor kind of criticism uh, of the team currently, like you say, probably is that the the clean, um, the lack of of clean sheets. I wouldn't necessarily say that it is down to Adrian. I'd say that is is generally the yeah. how we're, it's kind know, of getting glossed over. As a let's unit. face it, because we're winning. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's I think it only comes an issue when you're not winning. Yeah. Uh, Trent's performance.
1: Yeah, so uh, I thought he was uh, one of our better players. Um, Cracking free kick, unbelievable! You know that he's he's got that. Uh, he's got that in the locker. Um, that that technique. Um, I
0: think his deliveries are getting better as well. You know on crosses. Yeah. I think was last a... season uh, they were a bit hit and miss. I think they're a bit more consistent so far this season. He's getting them in with real quality.
1: Yeah, there was one in the second half start of the second half, which we did actually threaten to go three one in the at the start of the second half and there was one that he put in a deep ball into Firmino at the back post and uh it was a good save from their oh, goalkeeper. Yeah. That was a, a cracking ball in, like you say. It's he seems to be getting more consistency from those those balls into the box and um I think something I noticed in the Napoli game as well as uh the Chelsea game is uh, his covering round. There was a couple of times he made a, a real crucial interceptions. Um, uh, a couple of times that the uh, the ball seemed to um, get chipped over to the back post, and he and he, he was able to uh, get on the end of it and, and clear his line. So defensively, it looks like there's signs there of some improvement as well, because I do think that's the area of his game. Like I say. I think it was a ploy from Chelsea to exploit him, yeah. and I have seen other teams try Didn't and do help. that as well. They do see um that there is potentially a a little bit of a weakness there in terms of the the space he vacates at times, but um what he gives us in terms of that yeah uh attack and ability the, the attack and threat is is yeah. brilliant yeah uh robertson uh robertson yeah um I would say he was he was fairly solid um I don't recall him making uh too many um too many of his usual runs forward, I wouldn't I wouldn't say. Um there was one um I think he carried the ball out right in the, the the uh the last seconds of the game which kind of um et away the last um uh the last moments of the game. Um got the assist, didn't he? For the first goal. Got the yeah, for the for the second, wasn't it Firmino's oh, Firmino's goal? Yeah, yeah. um, another another good ball in again. We we know what the um, what the full have have got there in terms of, uh, in terms of delivery. Yeah.
0: Um, um.
1: Van Dijk. Uh, Van Dijk. Yeah. Um. Again, I think he. he he never has a bad game really does he I know um, there was that slight <laughs> mishap against Napoli yeah, yeah. Um, when we were They're looking to, looking to chase that. it yeah but um, no I thought he dealt with we were talking about Tammy Abraham um, last week and, and potentially problems he could give us um, I think with Van Dyke now I think there's a fear factor from, from forwards who are coming up against him and even though Tammy Abraham was in great form he would have known before that game that he he wasn't going to get a lot of change out um, yeah. um, sort of Van Dijk and I just thought it all round solid, yeah. solid not many forwards are going to get much out of him are they yeah. um, Joel Matic yeah so I thought was our, um was our best player actually and, uh, oh coming from you yeah wow. coming from me he's um, usually um, he's the old, like kind of like go-to man to
0: pick out to like criticise. yeah, yeah.
1: I was saying last week how his, his, uh, his flimsy passing and his, his wandering out of defence sometimes leaves a lot to be desired, but um, credit where credit's due and I, I do think he has improved a great deal um, in the last year or so. Um,
0: he just seems to... You know, I've always defended him. I've always thought he's
1: um,
0: a good centre-half in the fact that you know, he, he does bring the ball out and to be fair, he does win a lot of aerial duels as well, you know, defensively.
1: Yeah, I so thought that that's what he was really um able to to give us in the Chelsea game was he won a lot of aerial um duels, like you say. Uh, he seemed to make a lot he was going um tight um a lot of the times into the tackle as well and, and win a lot of the you know, turning over the ball quite a lot and um he just seemed to be in the right place at the right time. Um, I think a lot of um a lot of that improvement does um does kind of uh bore down to, to Van Dyke being alongside him as well and, and him being able to give him that confidence like it would anyone mm, alongside Van yeah. Dyke. I think that's how, how good um that he is. But um yeah, he just seems to be in the right place at the right time um for us, especially in that second half when it was a little bit Backs to the walls, uh, balls coming into the box. So, uh, definitely, I would say uh, man of the match. I think f- for me. Oh yeah, your man of the match. Did yeah, you get yeah. who,
0: who did get man of the match
1: officially? On the sky, yeah. Through Sky, I think it was Matip who got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Um, Fabinho. Um, probably one of his. I would say the mid, the midfield as a whole. Um, he's been a bit quiet. I think the past few games. Yeah, I. I thought Maybe that's because we've been this... playing
0: weaker teams, but you know, obviously the Napoli game and the Chelsea game. I think, it's, you know, when when you are faced against a team who are, who actually are having a go at you, where we have we haven't had that, where these teams are actually having a go at our defence. I think, Fabinho, he hasn't been up to his usual standards. Would you agree?
1: Um. I would agree in this game, definitely. Um I, I would say out of every game that we've had so far this season, uh it was probably the least effective. Um f- uh, for their goal, um uh, most definitely he um he seemed really sluggish. Um he didn't get anywhere near that's your phone, not mine. That's, <laughs> that's poor from Stu Jones right there. Uh, yeah. Um uh, We're not getting paid for he he didn't he didn't get anywhere near tight um enough to to Kante and it seemed a little bit too easy. He almost seemed like he was he was str- he was struggling to an extent he was trying to pull henderson across and henderson couldn't get get there in enough time um and I also think just a little bit too perhaps separately to the to the point of of him individually, but I actually think they just thought we thought in general there oh do you know when it, someone's gone and you think, oh, just let them shoot? I think it was yeah. a little bit of one of those scenarios where we're like, it's Kante. Is he yeah. going to really put Is one in on the really top corner? Yeah. Um, I think there was a little bit of that, but um, I do think that was generally a little bit indicative of his performance. He was a, li- he was a little bit off, but um, I think overall this season, I, th- I think um, he's uh, he, he's he been as, as good as um, as good as anyone, I would I would suggest. Yeah. Really, it was perhaps just one of those, one of those off games. For um, Jordan, I would say out the three. I think I was going to say the the three in the, in the middle. Um, I suppose you could look all across because I mentioned earlier about the front three. They're not the best game, and the the midfield three um, weren't kind of outstanding either. Henderson would probably be the one I would say who was a little bit more um, closer to. Um, uh, closer to his, his potential, if if you want to call it that, um, I thought he was his usual kind of industrious self. You know, really kind of um, trying to put in uh, a lot of a lot of those kind of forward runs, especially in in the first half, um, and get, and trying to um, protect uh, Trent as well and things like that. Um, so I thought I thought Henderson had a had a decent game without you know, without going anything anything beyond that. Um Wijnaldum, if you want to kind of put him into that that mix as well. Um we spoke about him against uh after the Newcastle game, wasn't it? Yeah. And we said he was a bit quiet. I actually thought he was quiet in this game as well. Uh he didn't really um it didn't feel like to me that he, he was able to, to really um have any Impact on on the game at all and wasn't able to yeah. um, to demonstrate his quality. I think
0: um, I think you know with the subs, he obviously brought um, Lalana and Milner on for like the midfield engine. Yeah. but I think we are missing Cater because he's better than them two. You know when he's fully fit. I think that having that option is so much better because for me Lalana's finished at the club. Um, Milner, even though we got these like amazing fitness stats in pre season, I think uh, his impact on games I've just noticed this season they're just they're not as influential as they were at the beginning of uh, the start of last season. Mm. just I do feel that once Cater's fully fit um you know you've got the three in midfield of Fabinho Henderson-Gini he's always going to look at that, bringing Cater. Yeah, on first that's
1: probably the one the left of the they were, they were saying in, in in the commentary of the game as well that um, the, the left of the three if you like is is one of the positions along with maybe uh, I think Matip's quite secure now in, in saying that's his, in, in terms of like a go-to first 11 but the left of the, the three in midfield is one that I would say is is up for grabs in terms of a um who gets the, the shirt for the yeah. for the important important games. Um I think Ryan Adam has had that, but I think he has had a couple of quieter think, games recently that it's... that's put that up for um up for debate really and you've got we have got options to potentially bring in there. Um Cater, when he gets fit is one of them I personally think um we haven't seen anywhere near enough from him yet to determine yeah. how that how he's gonna you know really pan out in a Liverpool shirt and whether he is gonna he's had a lot, a lot of faigling injuries
0: since he's come to us hasn't he like I remember like when we first signed him and watching like you know on the YouTube of the highlight you know like the highlight reel of his time at um, Red Bull Leipzig yeah um and you were like wow he's shown glimpses of that um, for us but he's never had a good run of games and he he definitely needs that to see the best of him, I think. Yeah. Um, Touch on the front three
1: then. Should we go with Salah? Yeah, so Salah, I think, struggled generally um, in the game, um, especially second half. I felt like we needed him second half um, for that out ball. Um, When we we were up against it a little bit, um, whether we did it intentionally or not, we were playing on the counter-attack and with Mane, I think it came out afterwards that Mane was struggling a little bit um, with a bit of a knock. Um, so we needed the pace of Salah to um, be able to um, you know, uh, try and uh, relief, uh, relieve some of the pressure a little bit uh, when we did manage to get the ball. But I just felt when he did have it, he was just kind of running down blind alleys a lot of the time, which... Um, do you think it affected him because, you know, going back to Chelsea? No, I don't think anything, so. He's yeah. he's he's played there before. I don't think that that's <coughs> an issue. I just think sometimes with a a player like him and the way that he um the way that he, he sometimes tries to, to dribble is very it is sometimes hit or miss. Um there was an instance when I think we got a breakaway and um he was running at Kante as the last man back and I just thought it kind Is that of, when he kicked it, it ahead of himself a little bit too much? Yeah it, 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 it might have been there was a couple of occasions yeah, where he seems to get Tamori yeah. as well I think I think he, it was he, that Tamori he, um, he had a chance to run at and things like that and you just, you just think he be a little bit more cute and clever and, and just perhaps just hold the ball um, rather than trying to run directly at someone which which can um, um you know it it can work, and we have seen it um defenders don't like people running at them generally and, and there's there's no reason to say that um he won't try something similar in in a in a in the next game, and it'll you know he'll breeze past somebody, but when it was happening time and time again when he was relinquishing that possession, you were just thinking right the next time you get it, let's just try and retain it a little bit or draw a foul or something like that. There was that little bit of Sometimes you think there's that little bit of lack of intelligence sometimes, yeah, and and like box clever, you know. Come on, let's just in his play, yeah. Which I hold. think, um, which I think, money has a little bit, little bit more than than Salah, but um, yeah, a little bit of a, a frustrating, a game. frustrating yeah, day for him. For him. Um, Mane? Mane, I, I think it's a little bit difficult to say because I think um, again, probably. You would say not not one of his best games. He did well for um to win the free kick for the for the first goal, um. But I think Klopp did come out afterwards and say he did get a knock from that and that he ended up uh, coming off in the second half, yeah. um, because of that. So it's really difficult to uh, to judge him too much. Do you um, think we were
0: because obviously we both played in Europe, Liverpool and Chelsea. Do you think we were more tired than Chelsea?
1: Um you know that gave the impression? Uh, in someone somebody like Fabinho he was coming across like he was um, he was a little bit tired um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say especially in the first half that really that really come across that I, no yeah. say so but did you think that or I was just pointing it to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you do not agree <laughs> um, so I won't commit whether uh, I do
1: agree or disagree with my own uh, suggestion there. Um Firmino Firmino um, yeah obviously scored the second goal um, I think again similarly it, it was difficult for him to to really um, to really get into the game um, you know when he came on against Newcastle like wow
0: that was like yeah. that was like Firmino at his best Yeah. against Napoli it was like that's like Firmino Possibly at his worst, you know, like you, you know, he wasn't holding the ball, yeah. doing like the minimum what he does. Like he holds the ball really well, yeah. and he wasn't doing that against Napoli. And then against Chelsea, I think it's that like bit of it in between performance, where he's not at his best, but he's not at his worst. And you know, give him credit. At least he gets the goal. Yeah, he could
1: have easily. I mean, could easily be uh, probably been a little bit too critical on some of these, but. Um he could have easily had um two goals and we'd be saying, you know, man of the match shells yeah. easy um had he put that one away from, from Trent's cross. Um so and again, you know, it's it, he put in that, that usual shift that he does and you expect from him. So um I think as the season goes on, and obviously we're
0: gonna be playing a lot of games with this um Oh, what's it called now when we go in December World the
1: Club World Cup Club World yeah. Cup
0: Um, I think that's where you know Firmino's game he he is going to get tired isn't he he's going to have to sit out at least some Premier League games isn't he
1: yeah I think the way he played I think that was the intention wasn't it against Newcastle and obviously he had to come on there was, and because in terms of internationally as well he does have to travel a little bit with it. the Brazilian team and there is an accumulation of games that Liverpool are playing a lot through the various competitions, um because of you know winning the Champions League and things like that, there's a few extra games. Um. So yeah, I think Klopp is trying to like pick and choose moments to to rotate people yeah. out, but um, yeah, with with Shall Should we quickly touch on
0: um, the K Dons one coming up? Obviously, he's gonna like replace. He's going to replace everyone, isn't he? I've even heard that Keller, the goalkeeper, he's going to get a go. If he's going to bring Keller
1: in, I'm predicting it's it's going to be a completely different 11. Yeah, I I think he might change the full um, 11. um... Who um, are you looking forward to seeing? Who do you want to impress you? I, don't, I think um I think Brewster it's this is just be shouts m- for Brewster isn't that yeah. a play and I think he hasn't because this, this is going to be a massive game for some players like like Sir Keller no but
0: like Shakiri, Lana. Brewster yeah. to an extent but yeah. not the pressure on Brewster like yeah. like Shakiri's going to have and Lalana players like that um Lovren it's going to be a massive yeah. game for him to try and get back in the back four so I'm hoping he does have a there. Because I do not want him to come <laughs> back into, um, um, alongside Van Dyke. I've seen enough for Lovren over the years now. That's the end for me. Um, it's
1: a bit harsh. that.
0: That's my opinion, isn't it? I've got my opinion, and it's right. I believe.
1: Um, anyone else? Yeah, it's it's games like this. It's always really difficult to kind of predict what sort of team, because he could surprise you in play you know he could go like half and half Um, he could play like um half the team that played against chelsea it's may it's unlikely but it's really you never know to an extent i'd say it could be an intre- it could be an interesting one for somebody like Shaqiri because there's been lots of shouts for him to get get onto the pitch or get more time on the pitch when he has come on it's been like 5 minutes there or 10 minutes there. you know
0: there. they've been saying like oh they've been in training they've been trying Shakiri in a deeper role What? Do you, where do you think he will play him in this game? Will he play him like you know in that front three or will he play him behind the I striker, think for
1: the, for, this, for the style in the in steep role for the style um of game that we like to play he's better in deeper in the three I would suggest um, so you believe he will then he'll pull him back. I don't know, but I just think if you if you're using that blueprint. Of what we have um, as our kind of first eleven, and when we have Firmino, Firmino's pivotal to that. But he he drops in, and then you have Salah and Mane, who um, are like kind of inside forwards. I suppose you you could kind of call yeah. them, and, and they use the the pace to um, to get him behind counter attack and things like that. So Shaqiri's not like for like in that sense. So you'd have to then change the way you play a little bit if you went into a forward position, or you drop him into the into the midfield three where i think uh probably suits him a little bit better. Yeah. Uh should we do a quick run through of the rest
0: of the Premier League results. So let's start with our rivals Man City. Um
1: Yeah, that was incredible, wasn't it? Wow. Uh, I wanted I think, to
0: say this, like i think on City's day, i know it was Watford, but i, I believe like on City day, on City's day they can beat somebody like that. Seven or eight, where I think, Oops. us, I think we could beat anybody on our day, three or four nil.
1: Yeah, it gets me a little points, bit three of points um, Doesn't matter if it's, it's one nil. If, if but... you remember, like Guardiola's Barcelona, they 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 did tend to have um, some score lines very similar to that against teams in the mid to lower half of La Liga. They could they they win six seven eight nil, and um, they have that kind of. Relentless streak about them, and it was almost like they were rattled a little bit from the Norwich result, oh, and you yeah. kind of felt felt it coming. I beforehand wouldn't have been surprised at a five or six nil, um. But I think it was just um the manner of it after seventeen, eighteen minutes. Was it four or five after seventeen minutes? 17, minutes. It was crazy, wasn't yeah, it? Well it was. Said. It was absolutely mental. It um, five, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I they didn't even start Sterling, which is was infuriating for me and a personal yeah, We'll touch on that
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was quite frustrating for me because, like, Aguero, like, you know, we'll touch on it now then. Like, the fantasy team, I had Aguero as captain, and I wasn't following the score, but, like, the first time I looked, I seen it at 5 0, and I thought, oh, brilliant. He must have really at least to two, a couple, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he only got the penalty, that was it. Um, yeah, I wanted to touch on De Bruyne's performance. Um, do you think he could be better than Gerrard? Because they play similar. I wasn't expecting petty... that
1: question, Stu. I oh, yeah. just sprung this one on one. Oh, yeah.
0: But you know what I mean. Cause um, you say like you could say, "Oh, David Silver is he better than Gerrard?" That you'd say like well, they're all different, they're different, like, I different think, roles. Yeah, different. they're all. But De Bruyne, you. Do, do, I don't know, I just feel that he, he has got that similar game to Gerard. He's
1: well got he's Gerard got that whipped ball, hasn't he? I think that's where the, the, the comparisons are. Um he's got that on that, that slightly different But deep... he's good
0: at driving with the ball as well it's sometimes in games. You know, he will like carry the ball, like
1: surge yeah. forward like Gerard. He's not good. he's not I wouldn't you and I are probably quite biased in in the fact of watching someone like you know, Stephen Gerard, but um he was unique Stephen Gerrard was unique in the sense of he had a lot of match winning moments in a in a team that was yeah, um, yeah. for the majority of the time wasn't wasn't the best by um any means. Um but I think De Bruyne um is different in the sense that he's playing And if you look you look last season when he was out of the team, they didn't do too badly without him. <laughs> no. Um so the the team in general is is <clears throat> is um uh, well they have quality like all over all over the pitch really, but his um I think his biggest asset is just his delivery and his execution of, of delivery into the box and just picking people out and um I his goal as well was a it was a was a brilliant uh brilliant strike. Yeah. Gerard F. one wasn't. w I I don't know where you're drawing these comparisons from, Stu. I think we we'll have to um Well, you know, debate, isn't it? Just put it out there, see see what you feel.
0: Um, Leicester, Spurs big yeah, VAR, big VAR, VAR. I had,
1: yeah I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier it was probably similar to our one where it had that swing of the VAR um, decision when, when Spurs could have gone 2-0 up um, and then Leicester end up um, turning it round it's funny when you look at some of the, sorry to um perhaps interrupt some of, some of the script there but just to um. If you look at some of the teams kind of going for that top four and the results that they had, it really is a battle of who is going to be the least shit, isn't it? Really, for those yeah. third, fourth, fifth, it's ve- It it's seems like pick, it's going it? to be a similar um, scenario to-, to last season. You yeah. had Chelsea, you know, Chelsea obviously lost to us, played played okay. Um, United lost. Um, Arsenal have you know. Um, uh, Arsenal managed to scrape a win but they've been you know they've been unconvincing the, you know with that game obviously you can always like everyone's always said
0: like oh Arsenal you know over the years like they've got no like heart in a way you know like they don't uh, fight for each other things like that but yeah. that game obviously going down to 10 men that that was a game in a long time um, watching Arsenal um, where they did show heart you know,
1: yeah to no come back from what they did definitely and you know obviously I mean, that could own, be a for that, um, that could be a massive game a massive result that for Arsenal that could the, really transform their season yeah there was, there was a bit of spirit there um, definitely and um, it looked like He had another um, good game uh, he played well against uh, against Tottenham as well he seems to be um growing as somebody in in their midfield who who can be um effective for them, but as good as that was, you look to last week how they capitulated against Watford and you go mm, are are they you know have have they got that mentality right yet yeah. you know it's 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 one of those where over a period of time um I think we've become the benchmark for that and if you look at our um the way that we uh, the way that we manage our games and when we're not playing well how we manage to dig out the results and things like that arsenal are still kind of fighting for that consistency and yeah. and um but do I you think, think they will finish top 4 i really don't i like i said it's re- it's all, although we probably would have predicted that city and liverpool would have been away from everybody else and it looks like that's how it's going to pan out it's difficult to say because the the others have got so many. Fought. I actually think like the feel good factor around Chelsea might help them. Yeah. Um. United um, look poor and they're now struggling in terms of yeah. forward options. Um. Arsenal, on the flip, um, look decent in terms of forward options. They've got an attacking threat, um, but they look really vulnerable at the back. Yeah. Um. Tottenham over I mean how long is this now for that they've been that they've been poor for especially away from home they just seem um again like they're the too easily uh too easily beaten really, so it's it's difficult to say i mean, I would perhaps even um even go for like a Chelsea in there with um Arsenal maybe, <laughs> but I, I'm not convinced. Like yeah, it's really hard yeah. to say. Like having watched, um, a few of those teams, um, at two three times this season, it's they've been inconsistent, uh, in in their performances yeah. and, um, it is it is difficult to judge. What I would say is if you look at somebody like, um, Leicester, there's a bit of buzz around them at the moment. I thought they um, played well and they. Um, they've um they're looking like a team who potentially could uh break into that, that monopoly of the, the top six yeah um, yeah at the moment um if they can keep um somebody like Madison uh fit then um he's gonna be quite instrumental for them. Yeah. So that they're going back who, who going could, back um,
0: on to Leicester wanted yeah. to say that about Madison is he like his kind well I wasn't going to say that I've actually got written <laughs> down here the next Coutinho he's got he's got quite a similar game to Coutinho's
1: yeah I I, I understand where you're coming from there because he's got that, that kind of like slight frame to him hasn't he he's, he's, he's got um he's got a bit more than that to Coutinho you know that that's not the only risky, similarity. He? you know a skinny. he's a bit tricky Um, um and, and what, what, what what I mean, what I mean well. is is, is build is build to me yeah. is quite similar to to Coutinho, um, and yeah, like, he's very intelligent in his uh, in his movement. That that goal, it's it's a fair um, shout. Really, that goal was a little bit you know Coutinho ask, uh, where he's just set it out and. I'm just gonna compare players now. Yeah, oh, that's at <laughs> <laughs> The blue half of Liverpool. Um, Wow, silver. silver Is he on borrowed time? Hashtag silver out. It's just a bit comical, really, isn't it? Um, I was just putting me notes here third loss. Third loss this season, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I think there's there's a little clutch of teams there who were looking to kind of break into that top six. And we mentioned Leicester. Wolves have were one of those yeah, teams, but they the yeah. they've struggled a little bit. They haven't won yet. They've drawn a lot of their games. Um, West Ham are another um, who who've started quite quite well. What I would say about Everton out of all of those is that if you look at their team, they probably have the least amount of um, attacking threat. I would say, and it, I watched the game against Bournemouth, and they just seemed they, they didn't really look like they were ever gonna. Like, yeah, score like, like for me, they've got they've obviously paid big money for that. Um, Moise
0: Keane, Moise Keane, yeah. Um, they got Richard and Calvert Lewin. And what would you say? Are they like all under 22? Something, yeah. Like that, I, I I, I think do a... you know what I mean? They're like still raw, yeah, They're still learning the game, and like. <sighs> their only experience kind of forward you could say is that Towson. Yeah. maybe they should just give yeah. him a couple of games you know um, but like Sigurdsson as well you know he has got Premier League experience like what, what's happened to him
1: he yeah, was good I, think- I
0: did rate him like a few years ago but now
1: he just seems to be Really getting worse and worse. Yeah, the, the kn- having no impact whatsoever. The nail what on the head. I think is the the reliance on on the two young forwards. I think it'd been fine if you had one. Exp- I know you're saying Towson there, but I think he's he's out of the picture to an extent. Um. Usually you would have what you know slightly raw, less experienced uh, striker, and then you might have a more. Experienced striker as well, so you could work between the two, and there'd be less pressure on the the younger one. Whereas Everton seems to have two in that same sort of category, and they just don't seem to to have enough of a um, a goal threat rate. Really. Like say, I was looking through those other teams, and you, they've all got um, uh, attacking midfield players or, or forwards who you think are, are gonna rack up more yeah, goals than what, goals. what what than yeah. what Everton are over the course course of the season, really. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, touch on. Let's go on to Burnley and Norwich. Do we? That um, well, was a good win, wasn't it? To Burnley <laughs> That was it. Uh, you know um, the way Norwich. Everybody bigging them up, um, especially after that City performance as well. Um, for me, like Norwich, it's like the goals they conceded. Were, like, um, reminded me of like when we played them, where it was just like so easy, like the goals that they uh, conceded. For me, it's like, if Norwich, if they're going to stay up, they're going to have to outscore what they're going to concede because their defence is awful. But they have shown going forward mm. they are a threat. So, mm.
1: yeah, it's a bit... Yeah, and they obviously fired a blank as soon as I put Pookie in my team as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, may that, may that long last then. Um,
0: we won't touch on the Newcastle-Brighton... Um, Oh, I watched
1: all 90 minutes of that as well. Oh, oh. Do you know what a detailed analysis of that game? No, it didn't. wouldn't last very long, so we no, can didn't. move on. You didn't I watch that I, much did, much, I yeah. did watch that In game. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a commitment. But, yeah. Brighton thinking, actually, mind everybody we are,
0: we are not getting paid for this, like, so Matt, he's really dedicated uh, five I got...
1: pages worth of notes on yeah, Newcastle got... Brighton. well. Yeah. Oh, What's wow. um... waste now? <laughs> um, West Ham, Man United.
0: I watched the highlights on a on, uh, match of the day and uh, they said, like, uh, as they introduced it, saying the highlights start from 35 minutes onwards. I yeah. that really shows you how yeah, thought... poor that game was. And then, obviously, West Ham uh, really brought it into life in the second half,
1: getting that result. Yeah, I think we've touched on that a little bit, Look, um, going through some of the other results. But, yeah, West Ham with full value um, for that again talking about we're talking about Everton there in terms of um the ability to uh, score a goal and and are they enough of a uh, um causing teams enough uh, problems and things like that. I didn't think I think Mata had one Cris Gilted's chance at the start of the second half um but apart from that they didn't really look like they were going to um trouble West Ham too much and it was comfortable for them. Like I, again, I've, I've put me research into watching these games. Um, Mark Mark Noble, um, Mark Noble was particularly good and um, really dictated the game uh, throughout. Really, so How old's now? Uh, I will he see I don't good know. He's though, he's been there forever, hasn't I know, he? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, um, but like like what I was saying about Everton, like the raw, like the forwards, like still got they're a bit raw talent and stuff, and I think, like. That's Rashford as well. He's still learning his game and it's like all on his shoulders at the minute. And um, I think that that pressure's definitely getting to him a bit. Um, I think they really do need Martial to come back quick. Um, two more games then to review. We've got uh, the Palace and Wolves game.
1: Um, I just enjoyed Roy Hodgson slapping the seat to be honest <laughs> oh did he didn't he rub <laughs> his face this time uh, just last week he was talking to the uh, talking to a seat and then this week um, he ended up uh, <laughs> like slapping the seat uh, when when they conceded the the last minute equaliser he's not imaginary friend there so yeah nobody knows what's going on inside his head I don't think
0: but, but yeah um, same again seeing the highlights um, uh, Ben Tech he actually did like a good bit of skill taking it past the defender, but then hit it straight at the keeper. Just like fluffed his lines again. Oh, they really be... they really need a forward. I think if Palace had an That's theme here, isn't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically
1: every team apart from Boston City. Um, yeah, they just That's really... pure confidence though. Like I watched that, I know exactly it was like there was an opportunity for them to hit just hit it into the corner. And it, and he was taking that extra touch and extra touch, and you're thinking, he he's just um, I don't know. He's got Fernando Torres syndrome, hasn't he? Oh. Where he's just, uh, you know, when he just loses all confidence whatsoever yeah. in it's front like he's got of like goal, a it's, it's, it's almost sad to see a little bit, really. Um, but yeah, he's, he's struggling. Yeah. Like struggling. Wolves, like they, you know, did well to get the uh, the point
0: there because they, uh, they went down to ten men, didn't they? Did yeah. Um, but, like, Wolves, they really need every point they can get at the minute. Um, and then the Friday night game, uh, it was Southampton and uh, Bournemouth. Um In reverse chronological order, I know, yeah. Um, pretty easy for Bournemouth, wasn't it? I thought it was going to be a bit more tighter game, that,
1: but... Both yeah, it was a good really win. There, another the team it. who would probably, it'd say, along with Leicester, West Ham, they'll be happy with the way they've started. You throw Sheffield United into that maybe as well. They've they've started the season uh, quite well. Uh, there was a comedy goal in there as well um, for the Bournemouth third, which was um, which was uh, interesting the, to see. Harry Wilson scoring again. Harry Wilson, yeah, doing, doing really well. I think that's. Um, pretty invaluable. Uh, that time that he's getting uh, Premier League um, game time uh, for us to to make the assessment going into next season of whether he can contribute for us. Um, looking like he can do it though. So yeah, yeah. Promising? Um, should we finish on the uh, fantasy football. The the trials and tri- tribulations, tribulations of of fantasy football. Yeah, it was a um, yeah,
0: it was a decent week for me. Got the uh, the sixty nine er.
1: What's your fantasy football <laughs> score? Like I said, sixty
0: Um Yeah. Um, let's go through it then. Pope got me six. Mister um, Reliable Pope, like Burnley, they're not going to concede much goals, are they? Let's face it. Um, Trent getting the goal got me seven points. Um, Rico, he got. Um, what, I don't know what's his first name. Is it Diego? Diego. Spanish Diego Rico, um yeah he got like five points last week I think or something and he was on the bench so I thought oh we starting to play him again so I put him in he got me the five points well then nice assist, uh Bednarak, uh Southampton yeah one point, um, who was it I did have Zinchenko to start but yeah uh, he didn't even
1: make the bench, for City I don't think no Mandy played yeah, yeah Mandy uh, I don't know
0: if he's got an injury or whatever so the Donca. Wolves replaced him but he got the own goal. Um, McNeil for Burnley, he got an assist, so he got me a total of 6 points. Um, yeah, he's just shit, uh, thought I'd give him a chance this this game and last game. <laughs> and, um,
1: that's the first swear word, is that the first swear word? No, I, I made sure to swear before. Oh did you? Yeah. Um, I to wanted wanted, it to, be, to, the wanted to be the
0: first. Yeah, so Richard's two points. He's out my team. Um, I might as well tell you now, I've brought in that uh, Cantwell. Yeah, I've,
1: I've yeah, actually noticed you've got yeah, him. Yeah, I've got him, yeah. To
0: be fair, I sit, I went to the Norwich game, uh, first game of the season, and uh, I didn't know anything about Norwich players at all. And, you know, when a play like, like obviously Pookie stood out, but for me that Cantwell really stood yeah, out for me. He's really yeah. good on the ball. Yeah. Um, so I brought him in. He's a nice cheap option. Um, Mo Salah got 5 um, oh, like this is the dilemma now I've got De Bruyne and Aguero and it's a bit like who to pick as captain and um, I went for Aguero so he got me 18 yeah. so missed out there on getting 34 points
1: with um, what did De Bruyne score? De Bruyne 17 17 yeah um, and your total was 69 yeah and then Vardy with the 2 yeah so I made the drastic decision this week of, and it was it, it wasn't something that I planned but I was just uh, I was looking at my team on Friday night and um, You didn't have Abraham in, did you? It's, no, before so what before. I ended up my, my my thought process was that I was going to get rid of Jimenez um, and bring in Tammy Abraham I knew that there was a Liverpool game and the likelihood that he wouldn't score in that, but then I was looking further ahead yeah. from that and he seems to have some decent fixtures, he's in good form, etc. Um I brought him in and ended ended up um I was then looking at Pookie and I did I did a couple and then I did a third transfer and I was oh, like did you? Should I just be should I just play my wild card here? So I ended up playing my <laughs> Long story short <laughs> Um Sorry. So which um backfired spectacularly on Saturday when I sat there with only two points um with Sterling uh, with a captain's armband and Zinchenko as well. Um You haven't done too who, bad in the end, forty four. Which I managed to recover it a little bit, like you say, Salah. Um ended up taking the armband um after after Sterling obviously didn't appear at all. Uh had had Trent still, uh who obviously got the goal. Diop up with a clean sheet for me. I brought in Cantwell and Guendouzi, um and Pookie as well. I will see. That was. Uh, you know, like looking at your
0: points there, I don't know how the hell you've managed to accumulate forty-four points. Like obviously, it is it's maths, but you know, like looking at my team where you know you've got like um, sixty-nine, it just doesn't seem that much.
1: You know, just can't argue with the system, sure. Yeah. So yeah, Pookie uh brought in as part of the wild card, um blanked uh Abamiang, uh who I've had uh, fr- from the start again, managing to get me a goal there. So I managed to respect you know, respectfully kind of bring it back from uh like you say, two points I think I had on Saturday. Um had a better a better Sunday claw back to forty four points overall. Uh the the game week average was fifty two, so um it wasn't uh, ideal by any means. Yeah. But um, Guardiola threw us all a curveball, I think, there by um by uh, benching Sterling, which I think yeah. affected a few. You're gonna get. It, so. You're gonna
0: get. That's the thing with this city team. Like you, you know, you're gonna get that some yeah. weeks. Um, so that leaves me in um,
1: in our like little league, um, joint second. 379. So you're ahead of me, aren't you? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. We we yeah. need to create our own um, podcast league, don't we? Should well, we let's not
0: do? get ahead of ourselves. You know, we might not even get anybody listening to this. No.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly t- apart
0: from me and you. Well, yeah. Um, I forgot to touch on. Do you want to touch on the
1: Chef United game? Um we, we can do, yeah. But I've got a football match to play in like in in, in, yeah. in less than yeah. twenty minutes I of time, you be, in real you know, life. You know, um, professional like <laughs> podcast, you know. So um okay. unfortunately no, for problem. our for our listeners i um uh, yeah, i have to um kick you out of yeah, my my humble abode fair. very very shortly. Well, uh this has been a great success compared to like the pilot episode
0: that we did last week. Um so yeah, uh hope you enjoyed that. Um So, yeah, episode two, we'll see you, um, well, not see you, but um, you'll be listening to us after the Sheffield United game. Thank you.
1: Cheers.